Welcome to the FinNation podcast, where we wholeheartedly believe women entrepreneurs are leaders that rise together. Success does not have a definition. There are no secret strategies. Women entrepreneurs are rewriting history by defining success on their own terms. Hi, I'm your host, White Devgannon, the down-to-earth chick with a different name. Each week, join me for inspiring stories and powerful interviews of women entrepreneurs sharing their lessons to success to help you take your business to the next level. Now, let's go for it. Welcome back, Film Nation. Today, I have Tracy Nolan Beerman, who is a life coach that helps moms regain control and get their joy back. I know that we're going to be in for an action-packed, enjoying conversation today with Tracy, and I am excited to have you on the program today. Thank you for coming in. Well, thank you, Waitab. I'm excited to be here. Really thrilled. Thank you. I look forward to diving in. So let's start with the first question of the time. How did your entrepreneurial journey begin? So it kind of, I kind of have a, have a, uh, a pivotal moment in my life as a mom. First of all, I think I was, I feel like I was a life coach since I've been in sixth grade. Um, but when I had, um, I had, I had my kids and my, uh, when my son was about three years old, I noticed that he was exhibiting some of my least favorite character traits of pessimism and negativity and self-loathing. And it was devastating to me. I thought, how in the world can a three-year-old know enough about himself to, to dislike himself? And then I realized he was getting it from me. Now, on the outside, I was happy. I was, you know, I was his mom. I was doing all the mom things, smiling, you know, happy, laughing. On the inside, I was, I was a hot mess, right? And he's an old soul. We, we joke and say that he was uh, born 40, right? <laughs> um, and, uh, and so that was, that was my wake-up call. That was a pivotal moment, moment where I just, I had to start making some big changes. I brought these little beings into this life, into this world, and it's up to me, right? And if I'm the one, I, I realize that I'm the one. He's getting it from me. So I started pulling apart my life bit by bit, piece by piece, um, you know, inspecting each piece, moving everybody's cheese. And, you know, when you pull it all out of the box, you can't put it back in. So I spent several years, you know, trying to, be, you know, praying, um, please help me. What do I do next? I've got it all pulled out. I've let go of the things that I no longer need, but I didn't know what to do next. So in the process, I, I met my coach and, uh, and learned how to live a vision-driven life, and I have never looked back. And so that was, I've been coaching since 2016, um, early 2016, and my son is 13 at this point. So it took some time, but I'm here, and now I get to teach other moms, other women, how to rise up and live a vision-driven life too. So it's so important, especially with moms and kids to be able to, you know, look inside and see how they're showing up for their family. Absolutely. What does vision driven mean to you? Speak into that, because I know that vision driven is um, I know what it is for me. I know the listeners will know what it is for them. But I want you to speak some life into the aspect of vision driven that you feel called to change people's lives with. Yeah. So living a vision driven life to me means creating what I call a vision, okay? A vision of what you, what you, who you want to become. So for many years, 
I waited for the, you know, I, I waited for the lightning bolts to come down and tell me, so for somebody to, for God to tell me, what do I do next? What, you know, I, I felt for many years that I was on the verge of greatness, um, but I wasn't getting anywhere. And I realized that it was after you decide what you want. So a vision is it's basically a decision, a declaration. So you have to decide first and then the lightning bolts come. And that can come in the form of you, know, you meet someone that it has exactly what you need or an opportunity um, presents itself. That's what I mean by the lightning bolts. You know, these things that, that kind of come across your path when you know what you want. We are in a time right now where we're, we're pretty sure about what we don't want, right? But you have to know what you do want in order to get there. So, and it's, it's a, different, a different way of living than we are taught. We are taught by well-meaning, loving um, people, mom, parents, and society to live based on circumstance. So if you have this degree, then you can. If this, then that, right? It's a different way. Living a vision-driven life is, it's a life-giving. It's a, I know I'm going to become this woman. And I know that because it's so deep within me. Um, you know, I have a solid why. And, it's so, and, and, and that's what I help draw out of my clients is to, to what is it that you really want? You know, is it that Microsoft um, certification? I don't even know if there's such a thing. Is that really what your heart is telling you that you want? What do you really want deep in your heart? And then living it toward it, be, being that woman, becoming that woman. So you don't, you know, we don't get from A to Z. We don't, there, there's a gap between where we are and where we want to become or the woman that we're envisioning. But we, we become her in our daily life, right? In the things that we do now, in the decisions that we make now. Almost like a commitment to authenticity. Yes. For ourselves and for our families and for our clients, our community, really to the world, because if we're not committing to be authentic, then we aren't living our highest potential. That's exactly it. It's being authentic. Who are you deep down? And I know, um, I know you're a mom, I'm a mom, you know, a lot of us, I call it momnesia, Mm -hmm. that we sometimes forget that we ever had hopes and dreams and desires. And sometimes I have to really have to pull that out of people. You know, and what, what, what we start with a lot of times is, what do you know for sure? You know, let's put all of everything aside. Let's put your vocation or your health or anything. Like, what do you know for sure? Oprah starts her, or she ends her interviews with her Super Soul Sunday with her guests with what do you know for sure? I start with what do you know for sure? And then you can, you know, and we use what you call your absolutes, your absolute yeses and your absolute noes. So when you have a vision, you know what to say yes to and you know what to say no to. It's really, it's so simple. But it's incredible. It's an incredible way to live. Absolutely. And for the listeners, I want you guys to make sure if you didn't catch that, rewind that because she just gave you some amazing, amazing knowledge right there to start that process within yourself is to put that down, know what that is. So just wanted to make a side note on that because you just delivered some awesomeness right there. Good, <laughs> and, good, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you heard it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, and true to be told, it took me literally 10 years. I call it my 10 years in the wilderness. And it was in my thirties that I honestly, uh, our youngest was born when I was 31 and we have five children and I didn't know, didn't know who I was, had no idea who me inside was. I knew who I was 
um, how I needed to show up for everyone else. And I did, I would show up that way for everyone else, but I didn't know who is white dev? Who am I inside? Someone, someone asked me at one point what I do, you know, when I go out on my own or, or if, you know, what kind of wine do I like or something like that? I don't need, I don't need, I don't drink, but at the same time they asked me a question. I was like, I literally can't answer that because I literally don't know. And I thought that was the weirdest thing. And it was when my youngest was very little. And I, at that point, God loved my husband because I had to go through the journey of figuring out who I was. And there were times where he even told me, he was just like, I don't know if I, I know who you are. And I was like, I know, because I don't even know who I am at this point in time, yeah. you know? So he ebbed and flowed with me, you know, and it strengthened our marriage definitely because there are times I needed to be a rock for him and times he needed to be a rock for me as well. But at the same time, I had to explore that. I had to figure out who I was. I had to, um, and not go do crazy weird things, you know, not, not anything strange, but just, I think moms in general have a tendency to think that if we pay attention to ourselves, it's selfish. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was the biggest thing. I was like, oh, for once I need to think about me, but thinking about me means I'm not thinking about anybody else, which is wrong. (laughs) And I'm sure you can touch on that, um, you know, that selfish piece that we so naturally are, are inclined because we're fixers, we're multitaskers, we're healers, we're comforters, we do all those things that everybody needs from us, we don't know what to do for our needs. And it's not selfish. What do you think about that? No, it's not. And actually, it's, you know, we've heard that you have to, you can't give from an, an empty cup for one thing. Okay, that's, that's kind of, We've heard that a lot, but really your kids, our kids are learning how to navigate life by watching us. Now, if we are serving everyone else and not taking care of ourselves, our daughters are going to learn that that's what you do when you have a family. That's what, then our sons are going to learn that that's what, that's what your wife does, or that's what your girlfriend or your partner does. So we are, if, if we can turn that around, if we can turn it around from selfishness to, you know, we are teaching our kids. I, um, I started years ago and I, I love your story, White Dove. I love that, that, that realization. And, and unfortunately, we can start living a vision-driven life at any point. But unfortunately, for most of us, it takes, it takes like going to the depths to, uh, to discover really who we are and what we're here to do. You know, it's kind of layer upon layer. But that Taking care of ourselves is the number one and most important thing. First of all, we can't take care of our families when we're depleted. Uh, and, and like I said, our kids are watching us. They're, they're, they're watching with their little eyes, ears, and hearts. And, you know, it's like osmosis. I have one, I have one my son, who is the 40, you know, we, we, we joke and say he was 40, was born 40. Uh, he just, he reads me like a book right? He reads my energy. He, he reads, you know, it's like osmosis. And my daughter, I swear she's reading my thoughts. <laughs> so uh-huh. have to, they keep me in check. She'll, we'll be driving in the car and she'll say something and I'll think, wow, I was just thinking that. That's crazy. But seriously, it keeps me in check with my energy and my thoughts. Yeah. So self-care, self, self-care is not selfish. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not self-serving. It's, it's serving everyone. Right. And being free to know who you are. I mean, really know who you are and love yourself. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, in our world in general, on all different platforms, there's 
a lack of, of loving ourselves and therefore we don't look at ourselves that way. And then we come from a place of not understanding in general. And then we'll have trigger points because I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist, but I have, I have five children, seven siblings. You know, I have taken care of a lot of people and I have gone through many different aspects of understanding how different people tick. And I wanted to know that because I'm like, okay, so let's not just attack somebody or, you know, verbally say, knock it off or be harsh about something. Where is it actually coming from the person, you know, giving a little bit of grace to other people that don't yet know how to do it is a way that we can be an example of how we've given ourselves grace to grow. Right. Exactly. I love that. Your work is very, very good and it's very deep. And of course, you know, if people work with someone to help them find that, then they're going to be able to, you know, shortcut the time and not have to go through 10 years of a wilderness like I did. Exactly. I love the wilderness because that's how, that's exactly what I felt too. Yeah, it does. It feels like that. I was like, oh my goodness. It felt like I was a decade in the wilderness, you know, just kind of, it is a somewhat of a biblical reference, you know, but just kind of feel like I'm wandering in the, wandering in the wilderness, you know, wandering, just being like, where am I? What am I looking for? You know, what is this supposed to mean as I've got these five little kids in tow behind me. So I'm just taking them through the wilderness with me. Right. (laughs) I wanted to show them that life doesn't have to be a wilderness. And so, you know, constantly seeking, no matter how much time it takes, and no matter if you shortcut the time by working with someone to do it, or you just continue to wander for a little bit until you get those, those, um, those people that can give you the guidance still continue to put one foot in front of the other and continue to get to know who you are so you can pass that down and break generational curses, break generational. Oh my goodness, um, you nailed it right there. Passing right, down. The, the legacy, yeah. I, I, it, so it was, important. The legacy stops yep. here, right? Where we, we that, that's, it stops with all of us. Everything that's going on in the world right now, it stops right here. This is where it changes, right? We love ourselves. We teach our kids to love ourselves and to be, to be you know, happy, uh, uh, confident, and conscious of ourselves, you know, understanding ourselves in the world and understanding the other people in the world, just like you were saying about, you know, wanting to know why and, you know, okay, there must be something deeper for that person to have said that thing. Right, right. Absolutely. And we can heal the world that way. I believe, I truly believe we can. And I believe it starts at home. You know, I, yes. I, I actually started out as a, uh, as a teacher. Um, and my, my mission or my reason for starting out or for being a teacher was to touch a child, mm-hmm. to help a child to feel like they are worthy, to feel like they matter, to know that somebody has their back, right? right? And, and then I realized oh, the teaching thing isn't really for me. And then I realized, oh, it's through the moms. That's how I'm going to reach the children, right. you know, I, and double bonus, right? The moms and the, and the families and the kids. Yeah, such good work. Hey, Fem Nation, I know you are called to lead something great. Are you wondering what the next best step is for you? I have a next best step. I invite you to walk with me through the Become Unstoppable Challenge. Join me on a 21-day journey to discover your inner leader. Find how to build your confident leading foundation to decide and move forward to your highest potential in business and life. After helping dozens of challengers take hold of their leadership, you will come away from this experience with a renewed sense of confidence in order to serve those who need to hear from you. As a valued listener, 
I'm inviting you to save 25% on the next 21 day challenge by using code FEM2020. That's F-E-M 2020. Check it out at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Again, that's www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Coupon code FEM2020. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Let's bring it back around to your entrepreneurial journey itself for just a minute. I want to ask you a question. How do you define success in your entrepreneurial venture, entrepreneurial journey? What does that look like? It could be personal. It can be business. It could be any of those aspects, but how does that look? So for me, the success really is in, in um, what brings me the greatest joy in my business is to see the light, the light bulbs go off or see the light bulb moments in the moms that I work with. It took me a long time, like it took you a long time mm-hmm. to get there, and to, but to understand that, wow, I'm so much more than I thought I was. Mm-hmm. And it, that, that ripple effect that it has, you know, one woman has this self-actualization and then it's, she shines her light. And then, you know, I remember that, I think it was a Clairol commercial or something years ago that said it, it was like the Brady Bunch um, little cubes and so on and so on and so on. So you shine your light and then two people shine their light and then four people shine their light. And so for me, success in my business and in life is to help with the switches, turning on the light, helping, helping women turn on the light. Absolutely. How do you balance the harmony between your business and your life? And I don't love that reference deeply, but at the same time, because I believe it's more intertwined than a balancing act. But at the same time, I know that for lack of better terminology, that's what we can call it. Yeah, I call it, I call it harmony too, because the balance, balance, there's no true balance. When you're, when you're focusing on something over here, something is not being focused on, right? So there's no true balance. But where, where we can have the balance is, is inside of us, right? Inside of our minds, inside of our hearts, that mind, body, soul um, connection and balance. And in my own life with my, it's, I, I will not lie, it's been a tough six months. I work from home. And, um, but now with all the people, <laughs> the kitchen is on the other side of that wall. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for me, it's, it's being really, I, I, uh, I, I sit, my, my um, desk faces my vision board and right, right at the bottom portion where I don't have to look, look far is my, my business uh, portion of my vision board. And that is what keeps me focused on those days over the past six months where I've thought, I can't do, something's got to give. Well, you know what? It's not my business. It's not my kids. Like there's nothing there. I think we're, we're just about, I've just, just, we've just about pared down everything that we can, but really focusing on what it is that, what, why I'm doing this, what I'm doing this for and realizing too that, and I had to realize this when I started, when I started my business is that it's quality, not quantity with my family, right? I learned that I, I was a stay home, stay home mom at first, and it's the quality. So making the time for each of my children, making the time for my husband. My husband and I have have uh, check ins, and we have uh, we have date nights on the porch, and and just I have to use my calendar. I am using my calendar. I've also white dove. I have discovered the beauty of the Trello board. Oh my goodness, I love a Trello board. <laughs> Trello, Trello is amazing. Not gonna not gonna lie there. I do have a love affair with Trello myself. 
Yeah. So for home and, and for business, I use my Trello board and, but the, the vision and my vision board is, is what keeps me moving in that direction and really harmonizing, harmonizes my uh, mind, body, soul connection. Which is deeply important to stay, stay on, on the course, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what about imposter syndrome? When you started out in your business, you know, coming from the business aspect of it, how did imposter syndrome play out for you and how did you learn to manage it? Well, I still have to manage it, White Dove. I know. <laughs> so do I. Uh, it's so imposter syndrome. I know this now that it's not just a me thing. It's not just a you thing. It's an everybody thing. And they, I just had to get over myself and my, in, in making it more about how I can serve rather than, um, you know, focusing on all the things I'm doing wrong or, or my shortcomings in my mind mm-hmm. and focusing on, on how I can give and how I can serve and how I can help. And that really, that helped me a lot with the imposter syndrome, but the imposter syndrome is huge. And that, you know, coming from being a teacher to now I'm going to, I'm, I'm a coach and I'm asking people to like, I, I used to do this for free you know, mm-hmm. as a teacher or just with friends. And, and then I'm asking for money for it. And that was, that was tough in the beginning, uh, but I did it, but I didn't, I had some good, good mentors too, that helped me through that. Yeah. And the knowledge-based industry actually is quite a phenomenon in general, the digital product world, the knowledge-based world, because going from behind being behind a service or a product, that's a big leap to decide to trust and believe in yourself enough that you know that the knowledge you're delivering can change lives. You know, because so many of us, we will uh, inadvertently at times doubt our own selves. You know, I mean, that's just human nature we're going to. And even if we've done the work to, you know, get ourselves out of the wilderness, to love who we are, give ourselves grace, we still are going to deal with that imposter syndrome. It's in human nature. But turning that into a business is such a major hurdle for so many people. And not a single person can say that they didn't struggle with that at some point in time and continue, but knowing how to manage it. You know, that's why I said, that's why I asked you, is like, how do you manage it? Because that is really, truly what it is. It's managing that. It doesn't go away because it's just ingrained in us as human nature. But the more you get to know who you are, the deeper, at a deeper level of where you are at your core is where you get to manage that better because you can silence it. You can say, thank you. I see you. I know what I'm doing. You know, I trust me. You know, so again, it's a relationship internally with yourself that I think gives you the groundwork to be able to manage imposter syndrome better. That is exactly that little, those little voices in your head, that mind that likes you to stay right where you are. (laughs) It's easier. Yes, absolutely. It's definitely managing, managing the mind is huge with the imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I think we're in a time too, where managing the mind and the thoughts and, you know, ourselves is, we're kind of in this transitional phase where that's becoming much more necessary. <laughs> yes, right. We can't hide right now, right? If we're all home. There, there's no way we cannot hide from ourselves, right? And my, office, my office was usually pretty quiet during the day because I office at home. My business is out of my home, you know, and and yet it didn't have four extra people running around during the day, so it was an adjustment for me. So I was like, okay, how we how do we do this? Well, we just do. That's exactly it. You just do, you know, yes, exactly. You just do it. You just 
you just, you figure it out. You don't really have a choice, right? I mean, I guess you do have a choice. You could just, uh, you know, say goodbye to your business, I guess, but I'm not going to do that. No, that, that would not help anyone. <laughs> right? right. And the message still needs to be delivered. So you're never going to be at peace with yourself if you're not delivering that message. That's Somehow. exactly it. That's it. I'm, I'm here for a reason. You are here for a reason, you know, and we're, it's, it's just, it's a, uh, it's, I say that uh, 2020 is an opportunity for growth for all of us, whether we take it or we don't. Hopefully, I hope I, I'm, I'm seeing more people taking it. That's, but that's what I'm telling myself anyway. Well, and that leads into um, your offer, your free gift that you have for the audience. Too. I want you to tell me a little bit, tell the audience a little bit more about uh, the cheat sheet you want to give them. Sure. It's called Regain Control of Your Life Workbook. And basically, I take you through my ACE framework for creating a vision. So mm-hmm. it, it starts with uh, that, that question. Um, what do you know for sure? What do you know? What are your absolutes? What's your absolute yes? Your, what's your absolute no? And then taking that information and, and creating a vision for yourself. And, uh, and then after you kind of have to, you kind of have to validate it afterwards. So it it takes you through the process. Not every vision gets the green light and that's okay. I actually have uh, what I call a green room where I put ideas for later, which is, so they're not in my head and going, oh, should do this. You know, they're, they're not, they're not badgering me. Uh, But the regain control of your life workbook is really powerful. Like I said, that, that is the first step in living a vision driven life. Absolutely amazing that you're offering that to the listeners too. So we will have that linked in the show notes. Make sure you guys check that out. Um, I already have the link, so we'll make sure we get that in there. But that's a that's an amazing gift. And it's an amazing opportunity for people to be able to work on themselves and start that right now and get to see what that looks like. What does it look like to build a vision for yourself? You know, so thank you for that. Yes, I want absolutely. to ask you also... One last question before we start wrapping this up and finding out where they can, um, you know, link to you and figure out how to connect with you. But before that, tell me how the entrepreneurial journey has changed you as a person. I am a much more confident, you know, I still have the imposter syndrome, but much more confident in myself and comfortable in my skin. Mm -hmm. The, uh, there is something, not everybody understands what I'm doing as an entrepreneur. Right. There, there's something very special about being an entrepreneur and being self-driven and um, and, you know, plugging at it even when you're not feeling like it. And I just I think that the uh, the confidence that I have developed and the um, and then knowing that I'm here, I'm here for a reason and doing it through my entrepreneurial journey is is how I'm delivering it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you so much for giving us all of your wisdom today. Yes, my dove. Thank you for having me. You bet. It's been lovely. A pleasure getting to know amazing life changers like you. How can the audience connect with you? Where can they find you? They can find me at on Facebook at Vision Driven Mom Community, uh, or my website is uh, www.onefootup.com. Love that. Thank you so much for being on the show today and for taking the time to really just dive in and share your knowledge, Tracy. I, I really appreciate that. I know it will change some lives. Why, Dove, thank you so much for having me. It's been lovely. All right, guys, make sure you check out the show notes to grab that free gift 
that workbook from Tracy, as well as reaching out and connecting with her. If you have any questions, reach out and connect with me so that I can send them to her or we can get connected to you and her somehow, or simply if you have questions. But as always, keep moving forward. Hey, Fem Nation, I know you are called to lead something great. Are you wondering what the next best step is for you? I have a next best step. I invite you to walk with me through the Become Unstoppable Challenge. Join me on a 21-day journey to discover your inner leader. Find how to build your confident leading foundation to decide and move forward to your highest potential in business and life. After helping dozens of challengers take hold of their leadership, you will come away from this experience with a renewed sense of confidence in order to serve those who need to hear from you. As a valued listener, I'm inviting you to save 25% on the next 21-day challenge by using code FEM2020. That's F-E-M 2020. Check it out at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Again, that's www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Coupon code FEM2020. I look forward to seeing you on the inside.